0: Can the audiobook format add something of value to classic literature? Leo Tolstoy's epic story of doomed love is one of the most admired novels in world literature and famously begins with the line, Happy families are all alike. Every unhappy family is unhappy in its own way. Welcome to Audiobook Reviews in 5. This is Jana, also known as Jana. In today's episode, I'm reviewing Anna Karenina by Leo Tolstoy, read by Maggie Gyllenhaal. Anna Karenina is frequently cited as the best novel ever written. This 2016 Audible production uses a 1901 translation by Constance Garnett, which is worth noting because actress and narrator Maggie Gyllenhaal makes it sound remarkably fresh. According to a 2016 interview with Mark Kennedy, Gyllenhaal prepared for each recording session by reading other translated sections of Anna Karenina the night before, trying to stay 50 to 100 pages ahead so she could anticipate what came next in the recording studio. Audible recently made this recording free to all members as part of its Audible Plus catalogue, so I decided it was time to take the plunge, given the high ratings and praise for Gyllenhaal's performance. Although I've seen just two of the nearly 20 film and television adaptations of this novel, I hadn't read the book from cover to cover, and while I enjoy period costume more than the average person, after listening to this audiobook, I don't believe it's possible for any film version to match the emotional subtlety and psychological elements of this book. After all, Tolstoy challenges us with the question, is it really possible to tell someone else what one feels? There's so much going on inside these characters. Their inner lives dominate the storytelling, especially when it comes to the character of Konstantin Levin, who is widely understood to be a representation of Tolstoy himself. I think this limitation is why filmed versions of this story focus largely on Tolstoy's heroine, the unhappily married Anna Karenina and her tragic affair with dashing Count Vronsky. Yet... As the audible description says, this novel is considered a masterpiece not only because of the unforgettable woman at its core and the stark drama of her fate, but also because it explores and illuminates the deepest questions about how to live a fulfilled life. What strikes me most is Tolstoy's uncanny skill at conveying feelings of ambivalence in the thoughts and actions of his characters. Even the initial feelings of attraction between Anna and Count Vronsky are interspersed with hesitancy and denial. Maybe you've also seen a film adaptation of Anna Karenina, and you're daunted by the sheer length of this book. At 35 hours and 35 minutes, this is one of the longest audiobooks you'll ever listen to, but Maggie Gyllenhaal's narration held my attention for hours at a time. She captures subtle nuances that draw out an enormous range of emotions in Tolstoy's famous characters, especially through her performance of character dialogue. She's added slight variations to tone and cadence that make these conversations sound surprisingly relatable and contemporary. One of my favorite highlights is Levin attempting to indulge in Steva Oblonsky's preferences. For exotic french foods during an elaborate lunch at the anglia restaurant levin eats the oysters though white bread and cheese would have been more to his liking gyllenhaal's reading of this scene brought a smile to my face as i recalled many gourmand showdowns in my own time because there's so many emotions to examine for meaning in this story Readers and critics have attempted to diagnose Anna's behavior and make sense of her downward spiral. More than a few readers have attempted to diagnose her with borderline personality disorder or postpartum depression or even morphine addiction. These concepts are contemporary, but they help make sense of Anna's behavior to those of us who don't believe in fate or 19th century romantic sensibilities. What feels most dated about this novel for me, other than the social norms, are Tolstoy's romantic descriptions of Russian peasants in the countryside versus his negative and mostly non-existent descriptions of city life. Tolstoy was born into the Russian aristocracy and affected a simple peasant lifestyle that you might compare to that of Levin's character. Levin and his closest relationships occupy nearly half of this story— Yet it's Anna who remains the chief point of interest in popular culture. I think this is because Levin comes a bit too close to pushing Tolstoy's dated philosophical and political agenda. This seems quaint at the best of times. The sections featuring Levin reminded me a little of early 20th century American novels celebrating workers like The Jungle by Upton Sinclair, since Tolstoy seems keen to celebrate peasant life, and he even gets into the details of 19th century agricultural practices. It's impossible to capture everything I could say about this classic in just five minutes, but if you're on the fence about listening to this, I strongly encourage you to make an effort. It took me more than a month to complete it, but Gyllenhaal's performance made it easy for me to immerse myself in the story each time I returned. It's a slow-moving novel with ample opportunities to reflect and consider what it means to live and love well.